Hello, everybody. I am so excited to be with you guys this week. Uh, a little scheduled uh, move of my showtime to Friday versus Wednesday, but I'm really excited about that because that meant I get to ask my friend Michelle Dunn to join me today. We are going to talk about using StrengthsFinder to be who God has created you to be. This is really special to me because it's been a big part of my own breakthroughs in the last few months. And it's just been a pleasure to get to know Michelle. So I'm excited to bring her on today. Welcome, Hi. Michelle. Hello. Hi. It's awesome to be here with you, Danae. I, I am so, I'm just so excited for our conversation today. I think it's going to bless so many people and just open their eyes to a world that I have just been so excited to come into in the last few months. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Um, well, I'm Michelle Dunn, and um, first of all, I'm a wife and a mother and uh, a grandmother, which is fantastic and so much fun. And um, I'm a Catholic strengths coach. And actually, I recently just came out as Catholic. And, and I love to use that phrase because it's just, you know, for a, a few years there, I was a secular strengths coach. And not that I didn't work with people of faith. Um, and even my mentor, you know, came from a faith background. But in coaching, I wasn't necessarily feeling comfortable talking about my faith with anybody. And the secular world of coaching, as most of us will attest to right now, is all about, you know, the universe and making sure you're not hurting anybody's feelings and including everyone and every faith perspective. And I just really appreciate being able to incorporate my own faith base into what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. um, just is, is so freeing, so amazing. I love to be able to call myself a Catholic coach now. And it doesn't mean I can't coach anybody else. It just means I get to profess my faith through my coaching. Absolutely. And I mean, I think Catholics all over the world need this new perspective of just helping us to understand how mm. God created us. There's nothing wrong with personal development. There's nothing wrong with it as long as we keep Christ at the center of it. So yeah. I'm interested to hear a little bit. I do want to come back to how your coaching changed when you added Metanoia Catholic in, but tell me a little bit about how you found out about StrengthsFinder or Clifton Strengths. I think is StrengthsFinder the correct term? I believe so. It's Clifton Strengths. And so it used to be StrengthsFinder. Okay. And now they call it Clifton Strengths Assessment. So okay. you can say, you know, both are accurate. And you'll find them if you're searching for them on the web, you'll find them both. Awesome. The so how did you come to know that about that and incorporate that into your life? Were you already a coach or were you staying home with your kids? Or what, what did that look like for you? I was home. I was a stay at home mom with my kids. Um, I have six kids now from 15 to 30. But when I, I think it was like 2013, I got into using essential oils with doTERRA. And that was the year my dad passed away from a long bout with cancer. And, um, and I, I really got into the concept of healing. And so these, these essential oils were healing, but then also I brought in the emotional component and I got really interested in generational healing. Because when someone you love who's near and dear to you passes away, that whole concept of memento mori comes in and you start thinking. And of course, I was getting older, too. You know, I was in my 40s at the time. <laughs> and, and I just started thinking about the end of my life, too. And how do I want to live now? 
so that the end of my life is where I want to be. So I was leading this team in doTERRA and um, I took my strengths finder in like 2014. And then doTERRA started using it as a company and they really promoted it. And my team was growing. I was doing really well with my team and I was leading them and I was coaching them. So it wasn't even coaching for a fee. It was just coaching my team so that we would all thrive and do really well together. And then um, I met my strengths mentor and she was helping me to coach my team as well. And, uh, and it changed from like, I, I really like coaching my team to, gosh, this could be something really awesome for people beyond my team. And I think I was made to be a coach. And I was naturally coaching everyone around, ask my family, I was naturally trying to coach everyone around me. And they're like, ah, permission. So um, yeah. I love that. Permission to coach, please. Permission to coach, please. Yeah. So, um, you know, and then I had a couple of heavy years in there. Um, a couple of big things happened in my life. Um, I had a kid who was kind of struggling in school and um, my brother got really sick and he passed away in 2018 from cancer. And um, we took on a foster child very unofficially, actually just kind of helping a friend um, with her baby and uh, just fell in love. And, and it was beautiful and it was hard at the same time because when he left, we were all very attached. So just this whole concept of generational healing really morphed into something bigger, into like, I know there's more. I know I can know myself better. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I went on this amazing um, Awaken Your Hero retreat. And, um, and that's where it kind of like blew everything open for strength. So it's like, I, I kind of started running into myself, Janae, and I tell my, my coaching clients that all the time. When you are going to write a book, when you're starting an apostolate, when you're, you know, working with people other than yourself on a, on a team, even if you're going from, if you're moving from being a stay-at-home mom to a work outside the home mom, um, or starting up a company, you're going to run into yourself. Mm. And you're going to run into some of your less than stellar attributes. And that self-development becomes really important. And I know you, you were asking me, where did metanoia come into that? And I have to say, metanoia was the fulfillment of all mm. of that. Because it brings in the repentance piece. It brings in the renewing of your mind. And it just, in me, I see my whole world and my whole life in Venn diagrams, everything overlaps. The whole connectedness <laughs> piece, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, metanoia just, it was the missing piece. For me. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, that's how I felt when I found it, uh, mm -hmm. for sure. And I had hadn't had nearly as much experience, but just authentically wanted to be as Catholic as I possibly could be. And I just felt like there wasn't a lot of instruction out there that was as authentically Catholic as it gets. And they are as, <laughs> they are as so Catholic authentically Catholic. Yeah, I mean, and that's part of what really got me because they that's what they said. They're like, you know, this is life coaching with Catholic and Catholic anthropology. Mm -hmm. And so I had COVID. I was, you know, laid up in bed with the fever and body aches and nobody wanted to be anywhere near me. So I watched the, um, the, what is it? The VCC Catholic virtual, yeah. virtual Catholic conference. There was virtual one on Catholic conference, the VCC 
in March of this year. And, uh, and I watched Aaron and Matt and I was like, oh, I'm home. This is like, this is where I need to be as a, like a Catholic strength coach. Yes, I'm in, this is what I want. And, and it's funny because I don't think of myself as setting goals, mm-hmm. but that was a big goal. That was a goal. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then I started, um, I got trained by them, you know, using their journal and now I lead their weekly journal group and it's an amazing group of ladies and I just absolutely love doing it. It's just, yeah, spectacular. They bring so much energy and so much of themselves. And, and again, it's that sense of community that I just love too. And mm-hmm. being able to, I mean, we start with prayer and I start my coaching with prayer now, you know, to call the Holy Spirit into the space where you're coaching someone. And, mm-hmm. and really, even in secular coaching, we would say, oh, it's a sacred space. But then when you call the Holy Spirit, it really is a sacred space. It really is an amazing transformational space to be in. Yeah, absolutely. Just knowing that God, the, the ultimate bringer of grace, the change agent, <laughs> you know, that he's with you yeah. and that you don't have to rely on yourself and that you get to... Yes practice that reliance on him above all things. Yeah. It's just, that's so beautiful. You mentioned um, along the way, something about when you talk about the generational healing, like how have you seen your experience with StrengthsFinder affect your relationships? Because I know you're pretty, mm-hmm. I believe you're pretty high on relationship themes, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, so how has that helped you blossom in those areas that you've seen? You know, a lot of times when I'm, when I'm coaching people, I'll say, is there a goal or a relationship you want to start with? And, um, and that was the question first asked of me on retreat. And um, it was this three day weekend in California with my strengths mentor, Kate Pintor and, um, and one of her team members, Jean Marie Jobs. And I'll never forget. I mean, I was sitting in this group of women you know, we were all looking for transformation. And I was telling this victim story, like I am unimportant, I'm unheard, I'm unseen. Um, You know, even in my marriage, I wasn't, I was feeling like there could be more. And I knew that I wanted to do some healing for myself because I wanted to pass on a stronger mom to my kids. Mm -hmm. I wanted, I wanted that eternal perspective of a happy marriage. Um, and a holy marriage. And I just felt like life was good. And I knew my husband loved me and he's a really good man. He's a good provider. And, um, and I just thought, but I, I, I feel like I could be happier. I feel like there's more available to me and I just haven't accessed it yet. Mm. And, um, and so when she was coaching me, she was asking questions and I it came around at some point to calling my husband, the tin man. And she's like, Oh, tin man, that is imp- impressive. Like, like, tell me what it is about him that makes him the tin man. And I was like, well, he has no heart. It's like, you know, like he doesn't respond to me the way I want him to. He's like, I need words of affirmation. And here I am fully in victim mode. Okay. And all of a sudden I realized I'm in the hot seat. It is like white hot. And she says to me, I wonder what is it like to be Michelle Tin Man? 
like dead silent and I'm sweating and I'm like, oh. and everyone in the room was allowed to give me feedback. And they're like, well, it feels like I can't do enough. It feels like, you know, I'm never good enough. Um, it feels like you're criticizing me. Um, and, and I want to avoid that, you know, like tunnel vision. Mm. And I said, oh, that's interesting. That's, that's what I get, you know? And it's <clears throat> the beautiful thing is, I mean, that was 2018. And I came away from that feeling like, okay, I know I need to do something different. This is who I am. I don't know what to do. Mm. And so eventually my husband took his strength test and it was like, oh my gosh, look at this. He's number one analytical. My analytical is in my bottom five. I'm number mm. four empathy. His empathy is his dead last 34. <laughs> it was just a revelation. It was so edifying and, and like self-revealing at the same time, right? Mm. Yeah. And so we're working on this over the years, you know? And here comes metanoia. And I'm like, I need to forgive. I need to forgive myself. I need mm. for being the victim. I need to forgive him for continuing to feed into that victimization. They didn't even know. He had no idea what was happening. He couldn't explain it. Mm -hmm. He just knew that sometimes we were not jiving, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was so awesome because this podcast prompted a conversation last night. Um, and we really got out of strengths and we're kind of going over them again. And it was just like, I don't know. It's just like he just kind of opened up, and not only in a Michael way, not in a not in a Michelle way, right? And now I can totally embrace that about him. Mm. If he had not been analytical and um, what is it? Significance, command. If he had not been the kind of man that was the strong, quiet type. I probably mm. wouldn't have been attracted to him, right? Mm, mm -hmm. And so we're we're so complementary. And I finally, in the last few years, have really been able to embrace that and enjoy his company. And we've done a lot. I mean, it doesn't happen just like that. We've done a lot of strengths works together. We've done some couple strengths work with my mentor, um, and then all my kids have taken their strengths test. Some of my nieces and nephews, my brother finally took it. Um, his wife, my sister-in-law, my sister took it. Um, and my mom, that was another, that, like, that's another story for another day. My mom took her strengths finder and uh, it just was amazing. It was fabulous. And I kind of got a glimpse into like, oh wait, this is why for so long I thought I wasn't being heard. And, and what I love about, again, bringing metanoia in, those lies that we collect evidence for, that we believe, they're like a snowball rolling down the hill, you know? When you believe you're not heard or not seen, you begin to collect evidence for it. And then it grows and grows in your mind. And I think that we were talking about this before the podcast. If, I mean, I've always believed that there is an, you know, there's a devil, there's an evil force in our lives that wants mm -hmm. to draw us away from God. But I, I know for sure now that that is true because 
I do live a good life. I am a good person for, you know, I want to be, I want to gain virtue. I want to grow in virtue. I want to grow my relationship with Christ. And so does my husband. He's a good man. He loves us. He's committed. And we want a good marriage. We're very, very committed to this marriage. But the evil one gets in to those good places and wants to influence us. What yeah. better place for him to mess around than a, than a marriage? Mm, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I love, I love how you've talked about just that neutral language that it gives. Um, mm. I mean, that's what the gift that it was to me when we were able to do our sessions was to give me a language for what my husband uh, he took his strengths finder pretty soon after I did. I convinced him it was not, I mean, we've talked about Not negotiable. <laughs> well, it was not negotiable for me, but I was like, look, it's going to help me a lot in my coaching. And other things. If you would just take yeah. it, then I can like, when we have conversations or I practice coaching on you, it'll give me data that I need, blah, blah, blah. Um, but he like hates personality tests with a passion, like so yeah. much. But I will say like, he was willing to do it. And of course he was like not happy afterward. But when I sent you, when I texted you and, and I was like, yeah. So he was really mad about the fact that you had to choose an answer between two. And he didn't feel like either they were both true or they were both false. Yeah. He didn't have to pick one. And you were like, oh, I bet he's high and analytical or um, deliberative maybe. Deliberative. And he's high and analytical. I think it's his top five, like second. It might be his second yeah. strength. And, yeah. um, but what it's given us is because we are, I always thought we were so similar because in personality tests, we are similar. Mm -hmm. We're both extroverted. We're both thinkers, blah, blah, blah. But in the Clif Clifton strengths, like we could not almost be more different in a lot of ways. Isn't like, that cool? Because I mean, there are so many personality tests out there and that's why we say Clifton strengths finder is not, it's not a personality test. Mm -hmm. It's a test of your talents, like your natural abilities. And, and we have to be careful too, because, Talents can be raw or mature. Mm -hmm. And only when you put some time and energy into understanding how they show up, what their needs are, what their triggers are, what their overuse patterns are, only then do they become strengths, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so, true. Yeah. So it's not really, I mean, you can be you can be choleric and someone else can be choleric, but have totally different strengths. And mm -hmm. it, it just looks completely different. And, and that's yeah, what I love I mean, about it. Exactly. I, I mean, obviously, there's going to be a lot of mixtures of the 34 strengths. And there's some that are more common and, than others. And uh, I think for me, what it was able to give me personally, which then kind of bled into our marriage where it was like, oh, you know, just to finish that story, like I realized he wasn't picking at me when mm -hmm. I was when I was in particular, when I would say, oh, I've done research, this is the thing. And he's like, well, what about this, 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 and this? And I'm like, don't you respect any of the research that I do? Because I'm like a learner input intellection. So I love the research. And I'm like, I spent hours yeah. researching this. And yet he found all the holes in like two seconds. And he used to be yeah. so annoyed with it. And it was almost like a light bulb just went off when I took the test where it doesn't annoy me anymore, really. Yeah. Like there's this like tiny twinge. And then I'm like, oh, wait, no. Like that's just it's like grace. Part. It just gives you so much grace, space, yeah. and uh, and and you really start appreciating it. Like, ooh, hey, 
could you, I need your analytical here. I've got some data. And, mm -hmm. and not that I don't analyze because intellection and input, input's pretty analytical itself. It's a right. strategic thinking theme, but, but there's a difference for analytical is more black and white. It's not, and my empathy and my connectedness has a tendency to bring the emotion into that analysis. Mm -hmm. Whereas he, thank God, he is a little bit more emotionless. He's a deputy chief of police. He's yeah. a career policeman. He's been a policeman for over 30 years, over 35 years. I don't even, don't ask me the numbers. See, yeah. <laughs> there's the numbers thing. And he's going to be like, Michelle, I, I retire next year. What are you saying? <laughs> yeah, I, but yeah, I, I, I mean, it's kept him alive, right? Right. And that's part of what, yeah, it's part of what gave him that ability for that particular calling. And I think for me personally, what it really allowed me to do was all these areas where I had had wounds and I had had other people tell me I was too much or too this or like it made me hide from such a young age. Um, and I was afraid to stand out. I was afraid to be unique because to me that meant that I was going to be rejected, you know, and, and this is all perception. It doesn't mean that everyone rejected me along the way. Right. Right. But yeah. So for me that I just kind of kept trying to be other people because I would see them, other people be successful and it was just endless comparison. And especially yeah. in the last year and a half, it was so easy as I'm kind of stepping out into this new territory to compare myself to other people. But I think what Strengths Finder gave me was just this language to say like, no, God really created you this way. Like, so mm -hmm. go do it. Like, yeah. it's like, him, yeah. it's like him out upon the water, right? Where it's like, as long as I keep my eyes on him yeah. and I don't, you know, Peter got all the way to Jesus and then he noticed the wind and then he noticed, and then he starts falling and Jesus is like, oh, you know, why did you doubt? You know? Yeah. Anyway, so to me, that's what Strengths Finder was able to do was help me things that I already knew who I already mm -hmm. was just was able to come out without as much hindrance. Would you say that that was a similar thing for you as, as you yeah. kind of went through it in your relationship? You're right. It's validation. I call it a statistical representation of spiritual reality that we're uniquely mm -hmm. made. Um, and, and we know, Oh, there's something different about me. I mean, I used to think I was kind of weird. I was pretty weird. Like I was just different kind of up mm -hmm. in my head a lot, you know? Um, and of course, you know, I, I always say I got teased for being an airhead when I was little, but it, I wonder if that's what it was. Like I was processing, you know, all the time I was slower to make decisions. Um, and that's why, you know, when we talk about generational healing, I think mm -hmm. some people are hesitant because it's not about blaming anyone. It's just about your perception of the world. And then the evidence that you collected along the way for that perception. And it's not so much mm. something that was done to you. And that's why the population that I think, I mean, I'll, I love to work with anyone. I love different stories about how people use their talents and how they come to see them. But the reason that I'm so drawn to maybe an older woman population with a little bit of life experience is that we get to reframe those life experiences. And mm -hmm. as we're moving forward in mm -hmm. life, we find that we want to do something that's different, that we want to live more fully or maybe a holier life. I think Clifton Strengths folds right into that unique call to sanctity. It just informs us and validates us and gives us 
clear, like you said, neutral language to express it. Oh, this is who I am. And this is who I'm not. And I don't have mm-hmm. to try to be this anymore. And like, if that's what success looks like, if, if that's what my you know mentor is doing, I'm going to do it a little differently. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't have to try to be something I think I'm expected to be anymore. You know, I don't mm-hmm. have to be the life of the party. I don't like to be, I don't love to be the life of the party. Now, if I'm in amongst good friends, absolutely. I'll dance on the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see but, that, Michelle. <laughs> it's happening. Um, <laughs> yeah. But never in a, you know, I don't want to be up on stage speaking to 500 people unless I'm particularly motivated and these are my people, you know? Mm. So that leads me to a question. What do you think motivates you the most in doing this work? Like, What are you the most passionate about and wish everybody could experience? Well, I'm always motivated by connection. Mm. And I think one thing I tripped over when I was moving from coaching my doTERRA, local doTERRA team in person, and I would even fly all over the United States to go and sit with people and coach them for my team. Um, But when we moved, especially when we moved into quarantine and I was coaching online a lot and wanting to create a strengths business online, um, fears came up that I hadn't felt before of really showing up as an expert online and not necessarily in a physical space with someone. So, What I, my passion is to help women like me who know, like, I know I have this gift to give. And I I was in a walking with purpose group for many years. And this is the first year I haven't done it. I really miss my people. But I remember last fall praying and getting this message. If you want to be seen, you need to see others. And it just was so clear to me that it was what I was intended to do. And I couldn't figure out why I was afraid to do it. Mm. So I think my, my passion is helping women figure out, okay, my, my life is good. I haven't, there's nothing terribly traumatic happening here. I mean, yes, there have been deaths in my family. We lost my dad. We lost my brother. Um, we've lost babies. We've, you know, things like that. But there's not a big traumatic event in my life that I can point to. So why am I doubting? Why am I fearing? Why am I feeling less than important? And part of that is because I have a mission. I have something good that I want to do. And the evil one's like, ah, we got to stop that. So I really Mm want to help. I really do want to help women who want something just a little bit more. You know, they want to be holier. They want to be more joyful in the, in the true sense of joy, you know, Joy in my mm-hmm. identity in Christ. Joy in my understanding that God created me for a specific purpose and he has equipped me and all I have to do is receive it. And so I think to mm-hmm. sum that up, I want to help women just receive the grace and the gift that God's already intended for them mm-hmm. and then go give it. That's beautiful. So you really have come on onto the internet, to the online world, I guess, since COVID then. 
Is that sort of what brought you out of your local community and a little bit more into this world where you get to meet somebody in Louisiana online? That's right. right. It's funny how that works. I mean, it's been such a joy for me too to, to meet all these women around the country, around the world in some instances that are all just really striving to make a difference and, um, that God can use that to find somebody in their room or in their house in Minnesota or California or wherever that's feeling those same feelings that I felt or that you felt that needs the language. I think that's been one of the, my favorite things about Clifton Strengths is just having language for your everyday. Uh, it gives you more guidance where it's like, if you could choose A or B and you know your strengths, then you're like, well, I'm going to choose A mm-hmm. <laughs> or I could choose A and B and it would still be fine. You know? Yeah. Yes. It's I mean, just honestly, such a specific, specific yeah. language too. It's very specific. And, and yet there's room for a lot of different interpretations because obviously your, your top five, even if you have the same top five as someone else, they're going to be in a different order mm-hmm. and it's going to look very different. Or you may have say, the same four as someone else, but throw in significance in there instead of empathy. And you've got an entirely different expression. And so sometimes it's just that manner of, of reading it on the page and being like, that's it. That's mm-hmm. me. It's like, look, this is me right here on the page. And who doesn't love that? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm not, maybe I'm the only one when it, and maybe that's part of my strengths, but it's like, I love when I, when I read something or I hear something and whatever it is, almost whether it's negative or positive in some sense, it's like, oh, that's mm-hmm. me. They understand yeah. me. They know me because yeah. we all long to be known, to be seen and loved for who we are. Uh, and I think that's the beautiful thing of what, of what Clifton Strengths has done for me and my family. Even it's been fun to start learning more and strength spotting with my kids a little bit to where it's, yeah. I think we talked about this. Like one of them is just obsessed with things being fair. And I'm like, why are you so, you know, like I'm thinking in my head, like, why are you so <laughs> fair? It doesn't, it's just not fair all the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but, it's a strength. So it's that, yeah. you know, these things that we, that's what happens, right? In childhood, we're this way and our parents are this way and maybe our siblings are a different way. And and we get that message of like, oh, was I too loud? Or, oh, maybe I should be speaking, I should be speaking up more. Or, um, yeah, I want everything to be fair. Or, you know, I want everything to be individualized for each person. And so other people are not like that. And you get the message like, well, no, that's not how it's done. Or that's not how we do it. Right. (laughs) And then it it kind of steamrolls from there. Yeah. As a parent, I think we all want to do what's best for our kids and help them just really be themselves. And I think to some degree, obviously, depending on how many kids and how big your family, there's only so much you can do to individualize it. However, I think having that language has really helped me even to not just accept those things about my kids, but really like relish in them and like Mm -hmm. really love them for it. Yeah. Seeing it like all of it, whether it's my much more analytical child who's who tends to storm off and like steam in her room versus the one who's like yelling and screaming and like throwing herself on the floor in the kitchen, you know, like just just understanding that you get to use different, you get to speak differently to them now. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get to, you get to say, Oh, I'm noticing you're really passionate. I'm noticing. Yeah. yeah. You get to notice more than maybe correct. 
Right. And I, you know, I don't know. Naturally occurring. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that knowledge is just so helpful in giving us more peace and in our home and love, even for myself, for my kids to be able to help them uh, and be the mom that I'm called to be for them. So, you know, speaking of this work that you're doing, obviously we could talk all day about strengths and understanding all of that, (laughs) but I know you're putting together a workshop soon, I think. So tell us a little bit about that so that if anybody's really interested here and wants to come and learn a little bit more, like a mini course about strengths, tell us, tell us what you're doing. Well, it's called happier, happier holidays. And, um, I really thought a lot about, you know, what did, what do I want my first group mini course to be? And I wanted it to be strengths-based, but I also wanted it to be very faith-based, obviously as a Catholic coach, who's just coming out, Um, (laughs) but so holidays are, are fraught with generational difficulties and the way we see our family members can either help to heal that, or it can add to that difficulty and that challenge. And so I really just wanted to get a group of women together to talk about some of their biggest concerns going into the holidays and what causes them stress and how we could use their strengths and take a good look at, this is who I am, this is what I need, and this is how I'm gonna fuel my tank so that I can respond no matter what comes up. And of course, we're always gonna get our triggers tripped. You know, we're always gonna kind of, something's gonna happen that we're like, ah, shoot, wasn't ready for that. But the resilience that comes from knowing your particular strengths and needs and contributions, and even your overuse patterns. What happens when you're really tired? What happens when you're really hungry? Or when you're feeling like I'm the only one? Because a lot, I think that's, I think that's the biggest phrase that I've heard women use is I'm the only one. I'm the one who does the decorating. I'm the one who does the cooking. I'm the one who does the shopping. And so it's not really about, I'm going to tell you how to shop. No, it's how I'm going to help you figure out how to manage your strength and your energy around what needs to be done, maybe what doesn't need to be done. And then learning, how do I make requests of other people? And Mm -hmm. how do I know my own um, focus? Like where, where do I need to focus so that I feel more energy? Because one of the things is when you, when you don't quite understand how you're functioning, and your impact on other people, it can be exhausting to try to manage other people's expectations. And and that exhaustion is not necessarily, oh, it's such a busy holiday. It's, oh, my brain is so busy right now, mm-hmm. trying to be the person that will make everyone happy, right? Instead of oh, the yeah. person that God wants me to be, mm-hmm. God has a unique calling for me, even in this season, especially in this season, because a lot of times it's a marathon to Christmas Eve and we're like, oh, survival, I'm just going to be in survival mode. I'm going to get through this. <laughs> and it's, you know, that's not really what we want to do going into Advent. We really want no. to be- I mean, wouldn't it be nice to have an Advent where you're <laughs> like really focused on the Lord and super present? No, you know, we're going to talk about codependence and independence and um, dependence. And we, and we just really want to be present and resilient mm-hmm. and keep Christ in Christmas and be loving to our families, even the people we don't like. I said it. 
I mean, I think there's always personalities that are harder to be around than others. We've all got them somewhere. We do. And and the other piece of that, you know, Janae, is we think we don't like people because we don't enjoy, we don't understand them. We don't enjoy their differences. What a beautiful thing. What a beautiful gift to give your family and yourself at Christmas. That gift of, oh, I understand you better now. I see you. And seeing myself, I open myself up to seeing other people without so much judgment, right? Mm-hmm. And there's really mercy in that. Yeah, just mm-hmm. so much mercy and so much grace. And then we're still human and, you know, we're going to mess up. But <laughs> we're, we're more resilient. If we don't it's even know not, what we're shooting for, then you can't like pick for it. Right? Yeah, yeah we, you've got to aim high, but it's not fairy dust, you know. You have to do the work and learn yeah. about the things. And, you know, even still, I've learned about some things, but um, it's obviously very intricate the way that they interact with one another. And that's why I'm always, you know, messaging you or asking in our coaching sessions, like, what does this mean? Like, I still don't know what individualization really yeah. looks like. I'm like, that's my yeah. husband's not strength. And I'm like, I still don't really know how to picture that. Like, what am I dealing with here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, analytical, I can sort of get, but, um, and thankfully we match up with some of them anyway. But the point is, I, I know what you're saying, where it's, uh, it, it's at least a beginning. It's at least that awareness where we can at least admit that we could be wrong, right? It's like, exactly. maybe to even ask that question, could I be, could I be misinterpreting? Could I be mm. wrong about that person? Even just asking that. that question, I think releases so much. Yeah, really good question. Yeah. And so a lot of times I'll say, you know, who are you missing? And I don't mean who's not here. I mean, who are you missing? They're right in front of you. And you're just Mm -hmm. missing them entirely. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just, and then what is the impact that you're having when you're triggered, when you're in overuse, when you're unaware of yourself? You know, what are some of the things that other people see about me? And, uh, you know, what is it like to be Michelle's tin man? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, man. Talk about getting out out of victim mode and, you know, yeah. More love, more joy. I mean, that's the, that's the goal of this workshop. That's the goal Mm -hmm. of learning your Clifton strengths. And so the workshop really is focused on the holidays. It's December 4th. It'll be from three hours for three hours from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time. Um, But really, it's just the beginning. It's like a toe dipper to get to know your top five a little bit better and have lots of grace for yourself and be Mm -hmm. curious about, okay, I wonder what that was when we when we didn't connect over this. Or I wonder, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm making up all these expectations in my head. What can I do with those expectations? Mm. I can make a request. I can, I can ask, is this true? Yeah. I think asking those questions is just the, a great first step. Yeah. And especially as parents, Oh, no matter how old our kids are, I mean, grandparents, you know, I'm a, I know my mom will be listening to this too. It's like, even, even as a mom with adult kids, it's like, how can you, how can you help set that expectation for your kids too? Like, I'm even thinking about my two oldest. It's like, I'm, I'm praying that all this knowledge is going to really help me like 
with their relationship because they're only 19 months apart. They're both girls. Like they're very different. And so it could be, uh, there could be some obvious places where there could be like a wedge between them, you know, because they are so different. But for me to have that language to sort of help, help them see in private conversations, like, do you see how this is something she does and what you do is this and like help them see them both as strengths and not like the louder one gets the attention. So the quieter one feels more like she has to blend in more instead of being able to step out because my, my older one is my quieter one. You know, she's the analytical one, the thinker, my, my older brother is that way too. We are very different. Um, and so it's interesting. It's a lot easy of it is- for them to get kind of lost in the shuffle mm-hmm. or to feel lost in the shuffle. You know, yeah, because he's the only introverted one and our, and my parents are both extroverts and I'm an mm-hmm. extrovert. And then I'm sure our strengths are anyway. So it's very interesting how that all plays yeah. plays out in our family. So I, I hope that this is helpful for women that are listening as they prepare for the holidays. I'm going to put all of the information for Michelle's workshop, her Instagram. It's uh, at, you'd say, what's your Instagram? At Michelle Dunn. It's Michelle Dunn underscore. And it's Timely Strengths. I started off um, with Timely Oils because to everything there's a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. Mm-hmm. And that was my, that was my, in, you know, my inspiring verse, I guess, for my, my first business, so I decided to continue on with timely strength. Yeah. Um, so that's what it so is on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Yep. And there's a link tree there. You can find your strength finder assessment if you want to um, book some time with me. Just there's even, I even have a, uh, a coffee chat um, that you can click on and just take can meet and talk. And is Clifton Strengths, is that for everybody? Because I got an email yesterday that they were doing a deal. They had like 34 off or maybe that uh-huh. was just yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Where if yeah. you were interested and you wanted to get it for you and like your whole family, it's like 34% off, which is yeah. pretty cool. You can get five. I just got the email yesterday too. You can get five of them. Um, that's if you've already taken your strength test. They're on, oh, they only have already taken it. Okay. Yeah. They're so sending it to people who've already taken their strength test because then your coworkers, your team, I mean, Gallup, the Gallup website is really focused on corporate and um, companies and business and teams and all that. But your family's a team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your family's a group. Your family's a team. They're your tribe. And um, I, I think it's brilliant to know everybody's strengths. My daughter just did really well in an interview and we talked a little bit about her strengths beforehand, but she had also taken it in college at VCU. They, you know, they encourage it. In fact, I think in a lot of colleges, they encourage you taking your Clifton Strengths assessment because it gives you an idea of like, this is who I am. This is how I function. Yeah, that's so that's good to start off with. Well, Michelle, yeah. thank you so much for joining me today. It's just been a pleasure having you. And uh, for all of my other listeners, I still have some coaching slots open. You can check out the link in my in the show notes. You can go sign up for a, three, a free 30 minutes coaching application call where you just kind of get to be coached. And um, I look forward to seeing you guys around next. Well, if if I don't see you next week, I haven't decided if I'm doing a podcast or not, but uh, probably not because my kids will all be home. So I will probably see you the following week and I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Talk to you guys later.